Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I'm Big Rut. I'm G Money. Hey, G Money. How's it going today? Going pretty good, dude. It's warm this uh, past couple days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually liking it. Yeah, me too. I, if the rest of the winter was like this, I wouldn't complain. I would not complain either. Hate the yeah. cold. I know. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm pretty excited to uh, talk about what we're, uh, we're going to discuss today. Um, well, what are we talking about today? Well, today I think we're going to talk about some of the best players throughout the uh, past five decades. Well, we're actually currently in one of the decades, so um, we're going to talk about you know players from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and the 2010s. Uh, that has yet to be completed, but I'm pretty sure we know who's going to be uh, named to that decade. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited to, to talk about the best players from those decades. Uh, G, you want to get started with uh, the 70s? Sure. So we were thinking of two guys from the 70s as being the best you know, couple players. And Kareem came up first in my mind. Yeah, me too. And we talked about Kareem in our top five yep. uh, you know, lineup. And so I threw in John Havlicek. Havlicek, yeah. Yeah, I can never say his name. Uh, but I feel like because – of he was surrounded by so many good players on the Lakers and the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Right. He doesn't get as much recognition nowadays as he did back then. Right. But he was averaging over 20 points a game uh, throughout most of the seventies mm-hmm. and won two of his eight championships during the seventies. Wow. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. He has never lost a championship series. Huh? Yeah, who were so the that's other, pretty, you, pretty did impressive. You, did you see the other two players that were in that group? They were his teammates, uh, Bill Russell, and I don't remember the other guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So all Celtics. <laughs> right. They all played yeah. for the Celtics, and that's right. why, because they went on that stretch to win all those right. championships in the 50s and, or in the 60s and 70s. Right. Okay. That's really interesting. Yeah, I saw, I saw a little bit of that information um, when I was doing my research with Papacek. Um, yeah, no one really, you know, no one really talks about him, but he, you know, he was a key component in those championships, um, you know, with the stat lines that he had. So, um, yeah. other than that, Kareem, of course, you know, I had him in, in my top five, um, you know, starting and, and looking, looking at it, um, at the seventies point of view, um, I found that he averaged no less than about 24 points per game, uh, with, three of those seasons in the seventies being over 30 points per game. He averaged. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> that's just nasty. Yeah. Um, and then he had a high of 17 uh, rebounds per game for, in the uh, 75 and 76 season, which is just stupid too. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Averaging that many rebounds is crazy. Yeah. It, it's crazy when you see guys like Andre Drum, Drummond and, you know, Davis and, uh, you know, Giannis get, you know, 19 rebounds a game. And that's only like a couple of times a season though. <laughs> right. This dude was averaging that every game for, you know, 82 games. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. So, you know, we'll go ahead and say, you know, the seventies was pretty much run by Kareem and the Celtics. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> John Havlicek um, going on to the eighties. Um, I see here, uh, we, we kind of talked about this with Larry Bird, um, you know, our last podcast here, but, um, you know, the 80s was run mostly by Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, to be honest. Yeah. 
um what'd you find about about magic uh similar like yeah we're gonna come across these guys several times because they're so yeah right you know we talk about them over and over but magic was averaging you know upper teens low 20s and points and he was averaging double digit assists so he was a walking double double and then he was also getting around seven rebounds a game so he was almost at a triple double okay which is pretty impressive he won four of his five championships during the 80s right and then after the 80s he played like a couple like i think three seasons in the 90s and then he had to take four seasons off for illness and then he came back right. so like really it was the 80s where magic really made his mark yeah yeah that's what it seemed like and, and i think um you know i i was looking at an article and it it basically just said it said you know since the the champion the ncaa championship and the uh, 79 80 season um you know that's where bird and, and magic really got things started and then they just took over that entire decade um and I I was actually doing some more research into how Kareem was doing in the 80s as well. And you could honestly probably give him a lot of credit for being one of the best players in the 80s as well. Because he had five championships um, in the 80s, of course, with Magic. Right. Um, he was the 85 Finals MVP. He was the 1980 NBA MVP. Um, you know, he was an all-star all every year in the 80s. And uh, he was just... He was just disgusting in the eighties with with the team that they had though. I mean, they had they had Magic, of course, but I mean, you could give that to either one of them because as Kareem got older, he he was still putting up numbers for you know two decades, um, and that 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 might be someone to consider you know in the eighties group of of people that were the best. But of course, you know, Magic and Larry really really set the scene there um, going into the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, I felt bad giving Kareem two seasons, or right. two decades. Right. <laughs> That's why I was like trying to mix it up, but he was just a, such a dominant force for yeah. the whole time he played, and being surrounded by other great Lakers like also helps him, you know, shine. You know what's got to be tough is Kareem was so good going like for two decades straight, but the game changed so much within those two decades. You know, he had yeah. to he had to evolve with you know, the game that they were playing and, you know, just the style of play, you know, the three-point, um, you know, line being added, all that stuff. Like, it's it just like, I mean, he obviously wasn't wasn't too much. That didn't really affect him too much, right. the three-point <laughs> line. But, like, there were different things that were changing in the game that he, you know, he had to adjust. Um, and and I, I don't know. I, I guess that just made him better. That, that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he was able to adapt and overcome those – difficulties where some people aren't able to and that's also what sets them apart yeah exactly exactly moving on to the 90s we got mj the goat yeah obviously jordan (laughs) no one else no the 90s was his was his decade (laughs) yeah crazy he won all of his championships during the 90s he was averaging like 30 points a game throughout Mm -hmm. the 90s yeah (laughs) Which is again crazy to think about, like being average, being able to average such a high amount of points for so long, right? Is crazy. Yeah, that that's pretty. Throughout, you know, and and he and he even took some time off, you know, in the middle of the the nineties, 
um, you know, going to play baseball and everything. And, you know, he came back and he was even better. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. There, I, I see this, this uh, fact that you have here. Um, you added that uh, when he was 22, he averaged 43 points in three playoff games he played. <laughs> That's just silly. <laughs> yeah, I know. And for the season, he was just averaging like 22 a game. Yeah. So to come out in playoffs and double – your scoring average for that whole season right. <laughs> like is just mind-blowing like he yeah. was going all out in those playoffs scoring machine yeah scoring half your team's points yeah for three games for three games <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah he put the team on his back and yeah. uh i mean he had he had a great supporting cast too don't don't get me wrong i mean yeah, he had rodman and, and some people can say you know rodman's in the top five maybe top 10 of the nineties as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really shows that Rodman, you know, played a big part in that too, even though, you know, MJ was the king of basketball throughout that time. Um, right. You know, I, I added here too, um, when I was doing some research, research, uh, Carl Malone, not, not too many people think uh, too, too much about Carl Malone um, throughout the nineties um, being one of the best players. But um, I found that Malone only missed three games that entire decade. That's, that's wow. pretty awesome. Yeah. Workhorse. I, yeah. Just, you know, never, never taking a night off. And, you you know, Kawhi's got probably 10 games he's taken off so far this season. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, Carl Malone led, led the Jazz to uh, the 97-98 finals to, uh, to play the Bulls, which we obviously know the Bulls won. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's, what's really great, and why I added Carl Malone to this list is he was the M- the NBA MVP in that season where, you know, Jordan and, and his team went on a tear and, and went to the finals and won it. And Carl Malone was still, you know, he was the one that really led his team uh, to the finals that year. And I, I think after all of the years of experience going from, you know, 90 to 98, you know, he, he finally, you know, had a team that he, um, got to build up and you know he was the leader and everything and um, he averaged you know 27 points and 10 rebounds that season so um, you know kind of I, I want to give him a, a little bit of a honorable mention um, yeah. in the 90s there because he he was a workhorse and I don't know if he was you know noticed enough for that so yeah that's really interesting too about you know him and MJ battling it out like yeah so it's it's tough to compete with those guys and to come out that season and win MVP and go to the finals. Right. Play six games against, you know, one of the best teams to ever play. Yeah. That's hard to do. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. So we got the two thousands here going up next. Um, I think a lot of people can, can assume who this would be. Um, but you know, there, there may be some players since we grew up, you know, watching all of these players too, that they might have favorites and stuff. Um, you know, going to the, who the who the best player is this decade, but um, I see you put down Kobe Bryant, and I gotta say I agree with you, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Kobe just really went all out this decade. He won four of his championships. He had uh, a Finals MVP. He had a regular MVP. He has an All Star for all of it. He was a two time scoring champion during this decade. So yeah, I mean, and it wasn't just scoring. He was six time. NBA all defensive first team. Right. So Kobe just went all out. And there's, like you talked about Carl Malone, there's a lot of guys that could have been right there with him, like Shaq. Sure. 
or I also saw like Tim Duncan was up there yeah. doing my research, all that kind of stuff. That's what I was thinking. But I think Kobe being able to score so efficiently like he did and to lead his team to a couple championships, he deserves the 2000s. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, some of the some of the best teams that were in the 2000s, um, you know, you, you think of the Lakers, obviously. You think of, um, you know, the Pistons. You think of the Spurs. Um, you know, they all had pretty, pretty dominant teams, um, you know, around them. And Kobe, you know, he, he was a workhorse in himself and he was kind of like Carl Malone and leading a team that, you know, had, had some key players. Um, but you can't, I mean, you're, you're not going to name, you know, the starting five from each of those teams, um, you know, other than Shaq in the beginning, uh, with, you know, Fox and, and all those guys. And, um, you know, with, with, Kobe winning those championships both in the early 2000s and the late 2000s, he really, you know, picked up his game a little bit and, you know, still got better as he got older too and, and just had more experience. And, um, you know, Kobe's, Kobe's a legend. You know, he's in the, the top three of, you know, MJ, LeBron, and, and himself um, being yeah. some of the best. And we, we try not to include them on too much, but this is something that can't go unnoticed. So, yeah. I agree. And yeah, that's all I like to say. I yeah. mean, he just was dominated. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all you can say. So now, last but not least, the 2010s. The 2010s. Is that what we're going to, is that what everyone's going to start calling it? I hope so. The, the 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I think this also goes without saying, but LeBron yeah. James, I mean, yeah just an incredible basketball player. Yeah. And some, some stats that like I noticed was he's been averaging about the same scoring for most of his career, which is like 26, 27, 28 points per game. Yeah. But in recent years, he has like upped his assists Mm -hmm. and his rebounding per game. Yeah. That's, that's something you kind of, you kind of expect from him. You need yeah. you need him to improve, and you know he he came from you know a Cavs team that wasn't you know super great. He was you know they went to the championship and in, in the what was it oh seven or or oh eight you know against uh, who they played the Spurs or something. I think it was yeah. the Spurs, yeah. And uh, you know he didn't really have a team there, and, and you know since then he's just grown the past ten years, and you know he's been to every championship since two thousand eleven. So that's uh, you know, saying that you're in every championship for the past, you know, seven, seven seasons. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, that's, that's MJ like, yeah, he's figuring out how to get it done with whoever he's around, you know? Right. Right. And now, good. Good. Well, he's, and he's also getting like up into his, you know, mid thirties now. Right. Where a lot of NBA players, they start, you know, taking it easy. Yeah, maybe not scoring so much, but a lot of these guys we've named on this list, including LeBron, like he's like picking it up now. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I I would say some of the some of the guys that you know could be runner runner up to uh, to this um, decade. I would say you know Westbrook is one of them. You know, even though he has he hasn't won any championships, um, he's a scoring machine. You know, he he takes the the he puts the team on his back with whoever he has. Um, and I think that's kind of like Carl Malone and, and Kobe in the later years. But, um, you know, Westbrook, 
I would say, you know, Steph, you could you could make a point for. Um, you could talk about KD a little bit. Um, are there any other guys that you can think of that that might you know be mentioned in this this decade? Um, I wouldn't go as far to say Harden. No. So, besides that, there's a couple guys you mentioned. Like I think they all have something unique that they've done. Like mm-hmm. Steph has you know several three point records. He has a yeah. an MVP one season. Couple championships. Um, several championships. I know that they probably. I don't know if each of them has scoring titles, but it's probably pretty close. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, I mean, that's still very impressive. Yeah. But I feel like they still don't compare, like, what LeBron's doing in, like, an overall game. Yeah, definitely. Like, Steph is a great shooter, but he's, I mean, he's not rebounding. He's not rebounding, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, King James is all around. Yeah. That's it. I definitely agree. So... Well, yeah, man, that was that was that was fun, you know, talking about all these decades. I know we weren't around for half of these, but um, you know, it's cool to look back on and you know find these stats of people that you know have have really changed the game and were really dominant during the time that they played. So, yeah, and it makes me realize like how much more I want to watch some of these guys. Yeah, exactly. like I really should like watch LeBron and watch Steph and. Westbrook because I know they're going to be great players when they finish and be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And like we didn't get to see, you know, Larry and Magic and Kareem. Right. right. And we had the opportunity now to get to watch some of these players and I just can't wait to take advantage of it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, gee, man, it was was fun talking about this. I enjoyed this podcast. Um, Next week, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll find something else to talk about. Um, Maybe we'll (laughs) add someone to the, to the podcast, see if they want to chat with us well guest Um, appearance yeah and then uh, we can we can go from there so that sounds good i look forward to next week all right man we'll see everyone later all right peace